0: Welcome to another episode of Mouth Mechanics. I am joined by some dynamic divas in dentistry. We have uh, Danita and Michelle, but first of all, let me leave with a quote. I could have melted ice. My smile was so bright. That's by Kirsten White. Because we are talking about what? Bright smiles, white smiles, whitening. Is it right for you? How do you whiten? When should you whiten? So many other questions like that.
1: Michelle, you'll take the lead. Go ahead, Denita, Introduce yourself. I am Danita, your friendly international neighborhood dental hygienist. And today's scripture, because I appreciate that with that introduction of, of us. Today's scripture is Proverbs 18, 16. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. I had to like really go through the word last night and I was like, okay, God, What scripture is describing what we're doing today? And he said, are you not about to sit around the table with some business women? Are you not about to sit around the table with some women that have some gifts on the inside of them that's going to take them places? I said, and I am. And he said, and are you not one of those women? So I'm excited about what we're about to do today. Yes, yes. So tell us a little something about you, Ms.
0: Michelle. I know you're a dental <laughs> assistant, hygienist, educator. Now you're our owner,
2: business yes, owner, so as they yes. say, yes. entrepreneur. Me- and I just want to say thank you and good morning to everyone. Um, a special, special thank you to Dr. Davis. I've known you for quite a while. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Our boys are about the same age. That's I know right. mine is sixteen. I think yours is like a sixteen.
0: Sixteen.
2: He's about yeah. to be seventeen. Yeah. And then Danita and I met. Some time ago in a dental practice when she actually was a dental assistant and she talked about going to dental hygiene school and I yeah. was one of her hopefully encouragers. You were the encourager.
1: I was your assistant at the time. And every Friday you came in, you said, did you apply for school yet? Did you apply for school yet? And I remember me and a patient was like, yeah, school two years, though. That's a long time. And Michelle said, and in two years, you're going to say, dang, that two years went by fast. And that same Friday, I applied for this. So I see your calling was already there, motivating. It was already in you.
0: (laughs) Thank
2: you so much. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy and so very proud of you. And yes, I was a dental assistant. I'm a native Washingtonian. I began as a dental assistant. I was actually one of those persons that loved from a child. One of my brothers had a girlfriend that had a silver cap. And crazily enough, I wanted a silver cap. I was like (laughs) nine years old. Uh Um, I had a, a third grade teacher who was a nightclub singer as well. And she had a front cap. On her tooth, like the gold framing, and I was like, oh "Gosh, I loved it." Mm-hmm. Um, but the most interesting was I had a seventh grade teacher who, she spit what she spoke, and I was always a student that sat in the front desk. But that was a class that I didn't sit in the front of the classroom because she had really good distance velocity with her spit, and I didn't understand. And 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 so I found out later as I became a dental assistant that she was a tongue thruster, and so smiles have always been in my vernacular, and so. I would love to share with you guys. I love to say to people that my quote for the day is, you're never fully dressed unless you're wearing your smile. Absolutely. You're never, ever fully dressed unless Unless you're you're wearing your smile. smile. I love that. That's good. um, Yeah. And as I said, I started off as a dental assistant, and then I went on to become a dental hygienist. I graduated from Howard University. I'm a native Washingtonian. Okay, (laughs) H-U. H-U, you you? You know. (laughs) By now. Way to go. Yes, indeed. And so- I decided after many, many wonderful years as a dental hygienist that it was time for me to open up my own tooth whitening salon, but it was a long time coming. But the short of it is that I just didn't know how to get into it. Um, And a lot of times, like some of us millennials, we think, we think, we think, we overthink. Mm -hmm. And because actually I was encouraging a young lady about going to dental hygiene school and then the pandemic happened and I didn't know what happened to her. And so I saw... Someone that knew her and he said, "Oh no, she's at her teeth whitening salon." And so my whole head spit around. Wow. I'm like, "Wait, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like she's gonna yeah. go to the hygiene school?" So I said, "Okay, that was on the Easter Sunday." Seven days later, I signed at least for my teeth whitening salon. It was like I had to get with the Gen Zs yes. when they say they're gonna do something, they do uh, it. Yes, they, they do. Again, right. about the middleman and the overthinking because I have been thinking about this for nine years, and my son was about four years old. He's sixteen now. I was thinking about how do I get from the chair side. I love dentistry. I still want to be in it. I still want to treat patients. I still want to bright smiles, brighten up smiles. You know what I mean. And so I decided I was going to be the lady at the mall that whitened your teeth. I kept seeing these people at the, at the mall. The kiosk. Yeah. I remember I was going those. to be your kiosk yeah. teeth whitener. I'm I like, remember I got those. You. Come from that food court. Come, <laughs> Come on over, over here. here. Uh-huh. I got you. You know what I mean. I was going to be her, and I was going through everything. And I was like, okay, I just did. and so I could. I just didn't do. it. I didn't know how it would work, right? Mm-hmm. And so. I just stopped thinking and I just researched and I found out, yeah, I can do this. I can do this without being with a dentist, but I do wish to be connected to dentists. And so I partner with doctors. I do smile consultations so that if we can get into that a bit later, Mm -hmm. how I am able to whiten someone's teeth and when I'm not able to whiten your teeth and what yeah. do we do?
0: That's all the interrogatives that everyone yeah. throws at Absolutely. us all the time. Yeah. I get it yeah. yeah. Am I a candidate? Yes. Um, yeah. what you have to teeth? qualify yeah. for
1: it. You have to qualify for Absolutely. it. A lot of people think that they could just walk off the street and say, hey, whiten my teeth. Oh, let's see what these teeth look like first. Exactly. <laughs> let's um, exactly. And yeah. It
2: exactly. Yeah. Like a healthy
1: smile.
2: Absolutely. It's also a beautiful smile. Absolutely. 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 Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to ask you what made you come out of the op? Well, quite honestly, I've been trying to get out of
2: the op for a long time. (laughs) As I said, I've been
1: practicing for 32 years
2: and I have seen at least in my vernacular dentistry in a lot of ways. I have done periodontal practice with a periodontist. I've practiced Mm -hmm. with a pedodontist, general practice for sure. I have worked um, with nonprofits with the Mary Center. I have worked in a school setting. Well, it was with SIDMART, which is Centers for Disease and Medical Research. So all of our mm. patients were HIV patients. You couldn't actually be in our clinic if you weren't at HIV. And we were so okay. we were connected with their medical treatment, their mental health. And we were the That's dental awesome. Company. And so um, there's a lot of facets of dentistry. And so I was just going, okay, so what else? And so... For me, I started teaching CPR. So I, I started doing that. So I do have a CPR business where I teach CPR. And and, and I decided... Oh, come on and I'm learning. I'm yeah, learning so a lot I here. Do, okay. I do dental offices. And actually, I started doing that really heavy and strong right before the pandemic. Okay. And what occurred to me also with the CPR is that there were restaurants, there were bars who persons were not trained. And with the drug epidemic going on, you should have at least someone on your staff to train those persons. That's right. For me, my son got sick. He had an asthma attack or was going through and an asthma attack, and my family did not know what to do. They didn't recognize it, and so I came home realizing that he was breathing kind of weird. You know, very short, very shallow breaths. And when, um, I said, "No, this isn't something's not right." And so at the moment, it was just that he was he was suffering from an asthma attack, and so. I felt then at that moment, everyone, at least one person, in every household should absolutely be trained in first aid and CPR. And so that became my mission, why I began to teach CPR. And so now I have taken on to please have a fire rescue plan with the world as it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I have shooter. one of those. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Active shooter. Unfortunately, in our case, crazy patient or patient or disgruntled patient because things really do happen. And what is the plan? So all that came into play. And unfortunately and sadly to say, with what just happened at Jasper's with the lady who had a heart attack in Mm -hmm. their bathroom Mm -hmm. and no one maybe really even knew what to to do, do. That's right. Even while she was having her emergency or even post her emergency mm-hmm. and that's really sad in all levels in all cases and so that's why I do train okay and, that's nice uh, to know because yeah, we do is. have to have it and we do have people coming but I did not know that yeah, right yeah right yeah so um back to how I got of the op what really sprang me out of the op actually was during the pandemic also and I was back and I was working and as I said I've always encouraged people on all levels. If it's something you want to do, just do it. Or making sure that I was open enough that if you had something to share. And what we find in dentistry, as you guys well know, first of all, coming into your mouth is a very intimate situation. Mm -hmm. And when someone trusts you to do that, they trust you with a lot. And if you aren't aware of it as a dental clinician or dental professional, I just let you know, patients trust us with more than just their smiles. They sure do. do. And so during the pandemic, I was working as a temporary hygienist in an office. And this was a patient of theirs of record we had just met. And we sat down and I, you know, asked, of course, how are you? How are things going? But as I'm turning around to check the medical history again and review his chart again and his x-rays, he says, yeah, it's been rough during the pandemic. I said, oh, wow. So then I turned back around and he said, you know, I was in jail for like 12 years. And during that time, since I've been home, I've really thought about killing myself. And I said, whoa, nice. Lord, stop." So then I spent all the way around, you know, computer down, gloves off. Yeah, because we ended something else now. Exactly. And and what popped in my head is, okay, I just came in here to clean your teeth. And so I sat down and I found out a few other things about Mm -hmm. this young man. And I was grateful that I was there. I was grateful that I was open. And I was grateful that he shared because... He had a wife, and he had friends that he had not shared that with, and that's when I really, really, for the very first time, in over thirty years, realized what an absolute awesome position I sit in, and yeah. not just to change your smile, but change lives, mm-hmm. one smile at a time. And I think later on that afternoon, I had a young lady to come in. Same thing, reviewing her medical history, and I saw that she was on an antibiotic and. I said, okay, so how long have you taken an antibiotic? And again, my back is to the computer, and (laughs) she's behind me. (laughs) She goes, over a year. And I went, what? Because we know you're not on an antibiotic, right? So that was a red flag for me. So again, so to speak, gloves off. So I come around, and I'm eye to eye, and I sit down with her so that we're eye level. She says, oh, yeah. And she had some language, and she said, my cheating so-and-so husband and that MF was abusive. and I have had an STD for over a year. She says, but well, I finally left him. I'm mm-hmm. ready to change my smile. I said, okay. Ooh, it's a lie. This is not that's about just, cleaning your yes, teeth today. And right. then she even said before, I even thought, she says, I know you just wanted to clean my teeth and here I am. Mm-hmm. I said, not a problem. I said, because I can't help you with your smile mm-hmm. if we still have some block there. That's so I right. just thank you and I applaud you for that. And lastly, there was a young man And I loved his blue shoes. He has some really bad sway. Tennis shoes. I was like, oh, I love your shoes, right? So I'm going through his, you know, and sometimes we really genuinely love what we say about what you may have on, but we do also know that that's the way we build trust. That's the way that we break the ice. It's a scary situation to come and sit in our office and sit in our chairs. And so sometimes that's one of the ways that I kind of break the ice. And so with that, Again, going through his medical history, he says, oh, yeah. Um, I says, what have you been doing through the pandemic? He says, oh, well, I'm home from school. He says, well, I've been enjoying school. He says, but my parents don't know that I'm not at Maryland University. I say, what? And he's 20 years old. He says, I changed schools. I say, um, well, what
1: school were you we enjoying? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was okay. in New York uh-huh. at the Fashion Institute. Yeah. Yes. He dropped mm-hmm. out of school to become an accountant like his parents because he had to come out of the closet and he come did and they disarmed here, him. So he secretly dropped out of school, wow. reapplied himself and I'm going okay, wait a minute. So My those are the stories past- turned around like I just liked your shoes. It's
0: the it's gateway so, to so much. So oh the mouth or what
1: comes through, we treat more it's, than just teeth. Yes, and it's, it's so interesting beam. that you're saying that. Cause this morning it was, I had a moment this morning and I said, you know what? I could really sit in somebody's chair. Okay. And then God dropped it on me that, People share a lot with us. Yes, they do. They yes, share they do. a lot yes, from like divorces mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, attempts to mm-hmm. drug use. Yes. Yeah. They share a lot with us, yeah, yeah. and I'm so glad you're saying that because now it's making me feel like don't ever get comfortable. I don't care what a patient say to you, Danita, because yeah, yeah. they'll get smart with us. They'll get yeah, nasty and they'll yeah. pull a lot on us. But don't ever get comfortable yeah. with the position that God put you in.
2: Yeah. It's 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 an absolutely honored position. You may not know that going into dentistry, but before you get out, you'll find yes. out. And if you have the right heart if yeah. you it for the That's right true. reason. Yeah. And it
0: can yeah. be a lot of people go into it because it can be lucrative. Yeah. I know I went through the dental hygiene program, never even knew what we made until right. at the very end. Mm-hmm. I said, why are they having financial people come out to speak to us? Right, right. And they and the classmate looked at me and said, you don't know what we make. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be 19, and you don't know what we make. And I said, I have no idea. Exactly I did it because at eight, I wanted to be in dentistry. I wanted to be a dentist. I had no um, clue as to what they made, or right. and That's so it really story. hit me that wow, we must make a lot. They want to make sure we know what to do with this money at the age <laughs> yeah. of 19 or 20. Let me let me and
2: tell so. you. I say I wanted to be a dentist, so I go to Boise State part basketball scholarship, and I mean little little part, um, and, <laughs> and we, we pay the rest. And i hated it. I no no daps to Bowie you know, no d- the boys say Love you guys out there. But I didn't. I didn't like it. And this is the time where there was no not all these subways, right? So I was catching three buses to get to Bowie State from DC. Dropped out, went back, paid all my own money, hated it again, dropped out. So my brother said, Well, since you want to be a dentist, why don't you just go to dental assisting school Dylan Assisting School? You don't even know if you like it. Uh-huh. And so I said, Okay, fine. So I go to Dylan Assisting School two weeks in. Her name is Mrs. Fraser Kelly. She comes from Howard University to talk to us about dental hygiene. I didn't even know what a dental hygienist was. My dentist cleaned my teeth. And at the time I begged to go to the dentist because we were not a household that went to the dentist every six months. I was like 14 before I ever went to the dentist the first time. And I had no cavities. Long story short. So she comes and she talks to us about dental hygiene. And I remember literally sitting there going, take me with you. Like, take me with you now. (laughs) I want to leave now. I want to go now. Right. So this is back when there's no internet. She goes, Get the newspaper. So the Sunday paper, boom, it's big, right? You get it. You flip through it. Help one of that. I'm flipping through it. It's 1987, right? And I'm flipping through it. And I see dental hygienist. And it says $125 a day. And I said, what? And at the time, time, I had just quit working at Hex. Hex is now Macy's, Mm -hmm. right? I was making making $4.40. I was bigger than minimum wage. (laughs) I was 18. (laughs) I was making $4.40 an hour. And I'll never forget, right as I'm applying to Dillon Assistant School, this woman is there. She's like 8, 10 years older than me. And she goes, oh, I make $6.80 a hour. I was like, oh, wow. Right? Mm-hmm. And so that's said, so how long have you been working here? She goes, eight years. I went, oh, oh. Lord. I'm out of here. So I went running back. I was in Dylan assisting school. Mm-hmm. I started Montgomery College to take summer courses. Like, I literally have never, I've never really done Dylan assisting. I... Only did dental assistant because my mom, once I graduated from Howard, said, get off my couch, go get a job. I don't care that you don't have your license yet. It's coming, but you got to go to work. So I went and worked for the oral surgeon, and I was the head holder when they put them to sleep. And I'm awesome in sterilization, but I could never pass the instruments really, really well because I never got to do it. Mm -hmm. So I was your x-ray girl. I was your sterilization girl. So somebody's listening to this and probably trying to figure out what, what they to can do as far as a career. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad
0: we segued into that. Yeah. You know, just because um, some people want to scratching their head and we are in mm-hmm. a shortage, actually. Wow. Yes. A huge, uh, major yes. So shortage. So just anyone out there who's listening, just know that the dental field, medical all over, but definitely the dental field. If you're interested, then, of course, plug in and we can get all the yeah.
1: information to you. Listen, I thank you for dropping out of buoy. If you did you wouldn't have went to hygiene school. You wouldn't have been at his office. I right, wouldn't have ran into right, you. Right, right, so right. Your footsteps
2: are city. always ordered, yeah, absolutely. Yes. And mm-hmm. I have said the best, well-made plans do not have to take the exact same path. They don't. It's a path no. to where you should be going. That's it's a right. path to where you are supposed, you think, you understand. That's right. And so it was a nice plan. Mm-hmm. Go, become a dentist, save smiles, fix all that. <laughs> you know, it was like, nah, that wasn't it's like, it.
0: What did they say? They said our plans, but God's purpose. all He will always prevail Boom. with that. Yeah, yeah so our absolutely. plans, we, we yeah, can do the best blocking. laid plans, but no. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I know that everyone is probably itching and dying yeah. about the questions on whitening. Yeah. Um, what can you say is whitening for everyone? Let's just start with that. Is it for everyone? It is not. Mm-hmm. Whitening is absolutely not for everyone. And so who's out there they're thinking, well, how do I know if it's not for me? Of course, you're going for a consultation yeah. to the Smile Salon and Spa with yeah. Michelle. And we'll definitely get more details about where you're located and hours. But
2: what's the first thing you look for? If I say, hey, am I a candidate? what are you going to look for? I definitely look to see if one, your gums are healthy. Because if your gums are not healthy, then that's where we're going to have to start. As a dental hygienist, I'm bound to that. I have an oath mm-hmm. and I and I definitely do not stand away from it. And so when I do my smile consultations or what I call my smile assessments, you can do it virtual because some of the questions that I will ask you is, one is when's the last time you've seen your dentist? Mm-hmm. If you that's tell it. me that it's been over a year, then we have that conversation. Then if you tell me you don't have it, then that's the conversation. conversation. And I just need to know where you live, where you work, and how you want to pay. I have expert colleagues that I refer to, Maryland, D.C. and Virginia. And so I don't want that to be your obstruction from having a a healthy smile. Mm -hmm. What I have learned is when they come in, which is what I really love best, is that we get to talk about things that they don't even know what's going on in their mouths. And so, only with a tongue depressor, where I can go in the mouth outside of working with a dentist, I get to see. And with my knowledge of being a dental hygienist and over the years, mm-hmm. I'm looking to see if there's anything abnormal. As a dental hygienist, we know within an office working with a dentist, we're not diagnosis, but we're detectors mm-hmm. of, of okay. normality. So I'm looking for absolutely yeah. and things. Absolutely. So when I see something that doesn't look right, when I say something that doesn't look right, if I see that your gums are red, if I see you have a cracked tooth, if I see that you bite your cheeks, if I see that there's a bump or a lesion, then I may have to refer you again to one of my expert colleagues to have a complete comprehensive evaluation. Mm-hmm. And then we can circle back to brightening up your smile, but I can't brighten your smile until it's a healthy smile. And so what I have found, which really wasn't in my initial thought, was people come in because, unfortunately, when we are in our dental settings... We make them nervous. As good as we are chair side, there were still people like, well, I just don't want to go in. I said, well, just come on and see me. And if it's something you need to do, then I got somebody that might just fit Mm -hmm. um, your psyche and I'll get you a good fit. And so that's been the best thing. It hasn't really paid off monetarily Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. moment (laughs) because when you come in, I can't do anything. And you just spent 30 minutes in my chair. Yes. It's okay. You saw in that scene. You know what? Exactly. I say, every <laughs> scene is a deed. You know? so every scene good is, is a D. D. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And that's been the beauty of it. And so that I have been able to get people to care about their smiles that I know I personally have been trying to get them to come to the dentist. And see me, see the doctors that I've worked with and they're like, no, nah, I'm just going to come to your salon and you got one. I'm like, I can't do anything in here but whiten your teeth. So when you come, I have to refer you and I do feel like it has really opened up a comfort zone for a lot of people. And it's almost as if the white coat is off, the right. red carpet is down, oh, come I on in and that. lay back. Yeah. Come on in and lay back and see what's happening for your smile. Sometimes
1: every deed is a seed. Not every seed is a deed. Every deed is a seed. Every deed, deed is, is a, seed. a seed. All right. Yeah, okay. Every, okay. Deed, is every deed is a seed. And, a and seed. then I, um, I love Look at it like I think me and Doc had the conversation mm-hmm. that the soil that we sow the seed is not always the soil that'll reap the absolutely, harvest. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not absolutely, always the soil that'll reap the harvest. Absolutely. And call your seeds back to you. Call your seeds back okay. to you. I've sown financial seeds and I've also sown just in doing time and stuff. And what I began to know is so I was like, uh, Jesus, where's my harvest? Because you see, seed time <laughs> and harvest time. And right, this ain't right, right, looking right, like right. no harvest. Like, yeah. right. So I started putting certain things right. on my calendar. Right. And as I go through, because I do have to say, oh, let me see if, because I do nails. So I right. have to say, let me right. see if I'm available this day. Right. Right. And my seeds pop up. Mm-hmm. I start calling them seeds back.
2: Yeah, You know, <laughs> I'm sorry if I take it a little bit. To the street, my on. my mine is usually um Lord, where's my big bag of money? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so <I stop> over <laughs> my big bag of money. Yeah. and one day I realized, oh, your bag of money is coming and the way he sees it. It's not going to be a big bag of money, but that day you have mm-hmm. no gas in your car. And, and I watched clothes around. and $60 right. popped up my uniform. I'm like, I don't know when I had to Come on. You understand? And yeah. so that person, cause here it is, this is part of my big bag of money. That's it's right. not a big brown bag of money, but it's two brown sisters that I get to sit here and I'm loving mm-hmm. it. So this is a big bag of money mm-hmm. for me. So I'm grateful and I'm thankful. So yeah, your big bag of money, it doesn't always come in, in that. So yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, because I sure be saying, God, sis is hungry. <laughs> she does not want Taco Bell. She wants right, some right, steak. Right. right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. I it's understand. okay, B know if you're understand. familiar with uh Michael Todd the pastor
0: yes. on YouTube. And I love when he said bamboo season. Cause when it um, grows it grows below, you just can't see it. But it's, it's growing. growing. It's, it's growing. taking root. It's yeah, growing. And then all of a sudden you just see it, it just goes unbelievably yeah. higher than what you can ever expect. Yeah. So I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's yeah. coming. So let's go into sensitive teeth. Yeah. I get that a lot too. Yeah, uh, my I teeth are sensitive. Can I whiten if my teeth are sensitive? Do you have a program for sensitive? Again,
2: my program is if your teeth are sensitive, I will take a look and I can identify sometimes just call. not so much the cause perhaps, mm-hmm. but that you perhaps may be grinding or, or clenching your teeth. And you can give me... What's happening to you symptom wise, if you're waking up with a headache, right? Mm-hmm. And your headache seems to subside as the day goes on, which means you may have been clenching or grinding your teeth during the night. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you stick your tongue out and it's scalloped on the side, mm-hmm. then you may have been pressing your teeth, your tongue mm-hmm. against your teeth mm-hmm. trying to, you know, during yeah. the night. Yeah. Uh, muscles have a memory. And so they remember what you do. So then I'll ask a client, think about what you're doing. When you're in traffic. See if your teeth are touching yourself, them. And sometimes, as you can see, I like to talk, right? Communicator. And they're looking and they're listening and their lips are closed. And I say, freeze. Don't move. Don't do anything. I'm just going to part your lips. Mm-hmm. I say, look at that. Your teeth are touching. Your teeth are <laughs> like, yeah, I got you. I got, right? And they yeah. say, oh my gosh. Like, they go, I do that a lot. I was like, yeah. What's happening is that's like tooth to tooth pressure. That's a lot of pressure. And you're jaw is connected mm-hmm. to your skull so mm-hmm. there comes a headache the tension in your neck and your back mm-hmm. you're damaging your teeth that's going to make them super sensitive so there's a lot of things that can manifest from that and so i don't have to touch you or treat you all i have to do is ask you a few questions and when we discover that then again i'm referring you to some of my expert colleagues who i know absolutely specialize in tmj disorders because there's a lot of musculoskeletal situation that can occur from from clenching and grinding your teeth and if it's coming from stress as i said it can go away, but the muscles remember. Because that's sometimes where patients, well, I'm not stressed out. Yeah, well, your muscles, muscle, yeah, you muscle don't have to be groomed and, mm-hmm. and pissed off to clench and grind your teeth. Yeah. If you did it, then like a cheerleader or a dancer who hasn't had her routine in a year or so, you heard, turn <laughs> her music on, <laughs> and she right back out there. The that's muscles right. have a memory that's pattern. Right. So does that when you clench, it will remember what you do. So in a subconscious state, when you're in thought, on the internet, driving in traffic, you may, yeah, exercising, you may want to find out, or you may kind of ask yourself, what are my teeth doing? That's right. And I'm glad you said exercising because I do have weightlifters and persons that exercise. And you'll find out someone that does it quite often over years, they start to have a little chipping away of their teeth. So all those things absolutely can cause you to have sensitivity. And so that is the person I definitely will not Recommend having your teeth Mm whitened until we get to the problem and get you into some kind of maintenance situation to get the clenching to stop or at least get you in a a
1: pause situation. Yeah, I know with me when I deal with the the patients that are sensitive, it's because they've already started whitening at home. That's right. It's because the charcoal phase Mm -hmm. that's going on. So they've already started whitening at home. I think I just had a patient that did the rinsing with the peroxide. Uh And then the other one, I had a patient, Crest has a charcoal whitening toothpaste. So he takes the charcoal whitening toothpaste from Crest, along with the charcoal toothpaste that he got off of Amazon. Exactly right. (laughs) 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 That he got off of Amazon. He forms his own paste with the peroxide. But then he wants to say to me, can you all whiten... Here. So then I start asking the questions because I know you have to qualify right, for this. Right, you do. And I asked him, is he sensitive? And he said, Yeah, everything has to sit out and get room temperature in order for him. I said, Well, let's start with this charcoal toothpaste. Right, right. So I know you have gotten the charcoal I questions.
2: I do. First, I want to say applause to your patient, though. Right. Applause. How are you applause? talking? <laughs> well, <laughs> here. Applause because <laughs> mm. I can't get patients sometimes to care that much about flossing. And so when I have a client that's mixing up stuff Mm -hmm. because they want their smile brighter, I got you. Okay. you're ready to do yeah, that's that's right. right That's Now good. all I have to do mm-hmm. is re-educate you because that's right. the motivation is there because I try to tell, and as you mentioned, I'm, a, my, I'm an educator. I teach dental hygiene as well, right? So what I have to tell my students, you're not great at scaling right now, but let me tell you, that'll become the easiest thing that you do. The hardest thing that you're going to have to do yes. is motivate your patient. That's okay? right. Today, that's scaling's right. hard. When you get to practicing motivating your patient's heart, and we do know that we are motivated best by when we are scared or when there is a reward. Mm-hmm. So you this one right that. here is on reward, right? Reward. So I love him because you got him because mm-hmm. he's already motivated. Now I just gotta reeducate you. So we are gonna throw away that charcoal yes. that's gonna create more sensitivity. You Let me find there. out why you're sensitive because I can promise you that patient was sensitive before charcoal ever came into his life. That's right. He was. He, he was probably, I've been like he this probably my whole life. Exactly. So let's find out what's happening because teeth are designed for you to eat with. They're to nourish us. And when you cannot use them to nourish yourself, then we need to figure that out, right? Mm-hmm. And so your enamel is protected by a second layer. The enamel of everyone is that beautiful white layer that we see when that layer is not white there is something happening under that layer Mm -hmm. and we should address that that again is when i send you to To your uh, expert colleague colleague, (laughs) dr (laughs) tanzia davis over here boy, ladies and gentlemen please come and see her and her expert international dental hygienist you better listen all right they're here they're here to help you and to change your smile so yeah where can we find you? I, let me go there because I know that's another oh, question. Absolutely. But where can we find you? I'm that and, far. I'm right up the street. And, yes. uh, I, I'm up the street. I'm at the Boy Town Center. Wow. I'm inside a solar salon. I am Smile Salon and Spa, where we are brightening smiles, changing lives, one smile at a time. Come on over and let's change our smile. And if you don't have one, bring your smile or bring a friend with you. I am in my salon on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. I am found on Facebook. I am also on TikTok. I love TikTok. Sorry, you guys. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I Please okay. follow my TikTok. I, I, I love am. TikTok. As you can see, I'm wearing a tooth, Jim. Because listen, mm-hmm. that's yeah, I, I said. am on the teeth. Yeah, I want yeah, to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, I do. And it's temporary. And so one of the things that I am also getting into is a Smile Academy. As you guys may know, I am finding out that there are persons that are not professionals, that are not demo certified and or licensed professionals. I'm so glad that you bought that. And the professional in me, the hygienist in me, I cringe when I see and I find out, and I have had patients in my practice, none of my salon, I'll say that have been to someone's suite and is having orthodontics done. And I don't understand how they're having braces put on teeth by someone that is not a dentist or an orthodontist. And so when I've shared and I've had three cases and in, in private practices and, I, and I've shared, I said, do you know how long it takes before you can become an orthodontist? It's like, oh, no. Well, she said, she would be. Mm-hmm. 10 years, mm-hmm. 10 whole years of your undergrad, your dental school. Then that's, two right. Years that's right. Two yeah. years in orthodontics. And then I think that you got a residency. See, that's Again. right. Yeah. You and do. then you get to start wiring. And even to be an orthodontic dental assistant, you have, you have to, to, to go do to more school. That's right. You I have do. to pass your certification. That I say but the they have a whole nother certification to be an orthodontic dental assistant. That's you right. You can no longer just be a certified dental assistant. So I say all that to say, if you are out there and or you know someone that is having some dental treatment done by someone that is not a licensed dental professional, you may want to stop. You may want to go and see a licensed dental professional because you can absolutely cause a lot of problems with your gums and with your teeth. And so I segue from that, it's troublesome. And so with that, I began to think about doing the Teeth Whitening Academy because they're also person to whitening teeth. So the law, which is what I did when I researched as a licensed dental professional, I can whiten teeth in a dental office up to 40% or as high as they sell it to us. Because i am expert that's, dental
1: Her license, her dental license. And
2: I can do that within an office. On my own, in my 50 square feet, I can do 17% of hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. I can't go over, and I don't go over 17%, and I use an LED light, which is safe. The UV light is not the safest light. There's a halogen light that works, and the lights actually break down the gel material so that it works and activates faster that' right. to your mm-hmm. teeth and it can be sensitive to your enamel because enamel is porous like your skin pores mm-hmm. teeth are porous and so that's what happens your pores open up the color that's there drops out the whitening and the light helps it to go in mm-hmm. and that's why we ask you to not eat or drink anything for the next two weeks of stay in a white shirt that's why your teeth are sometimes a little sensitive afterwards and so for me what I found out truthfully Is that I love white teeth. I've been whitening my teeth in the office for years, and I do, I get sensitive. There's a lot of things that we use in our offices now that you can go straight to 25%, straight to 35%, -hmm. and some of the newer products out now, you don't have that sensitivity like we used to experience in the 90s and in the Mm -hmm. early 2000s. And I can tell you, I've been whitening my teeth since 1997. (laughs) (laughs) when it first came out, I was the first to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But you were walking along and all of a sudden you get what we call a zing. You oh, drop yes. you to your knee, you know, yes, yes. it's like, Oh no. What, what just and, happened? A, yeah. And as a professional, like I have perfect teeth, yeah. but what's happened to me. Right? right. So then it's like the patient what is it like, so you would have patience to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't know if you experienced this in your practice, But in the practice that I was with, and I was with my practice for like 15 years, you get a patient to do it. Oh, my gosh, they're happy. They're excited. And they call you like, oh, my God, what was the zing? Then the other part to that was that they never did it again. That's true. The third component was they refuse to refer anybody. So then you had all this product on your shelves. And I will not lie. The only people that are using us. Your staff. <laughs> <laughs> try that. Yeah. You have to be
0: careful
2: because I did
0: a, it was a thirty-eight uh-huh. percent, and I was the. Main well, you you, you let me tell you, yeah. I said I And so that's the so nature of yeah. Now. yeah. That's why it I is do all sensitivity, right? I get
2: patients who are nervous about right, that. What right. About
0: the sensitivity. What
2: and you, should be, yeah. you should be nervous. You yeah, you should be nervous. Yeah, and so much. Better and yeah, exactly. And the thing is, that's actually how it works. It will open up your pores, and you will feel everything. You turn your head. You can feel somebody breathing on you. Somebody's regular breath you you up, right You don't, right? Yes. So that's what made me say, hold on, Michelle. Go back to dental materials. Remember, you're a dental, dental hygienist. Materials. Remember, you took microbiology and, had and to. you took dental materials and that's you right. took science and chemistry. So think about it. What if we break them down? Mm-hmm. What if we give them a little bit more because they complain about what's at the store because one, application from your over-the-counter whitening products the application sometimes isn't conducive to making it what to white and because it doesn't stay on. Right. So you have that problem and then you can get maybe up to 10% over the counter. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, huh, so if I can do 17%, maybe I'll do you in two visits. Maybe mm. I'll get you six shades whiter mm-hmm. and you have little to no sensitivity because that's all you really want to know. That's Can I amazing. get white and not be sensitive? Because now it's I want my teeth white. Now it's I want my teeth white, but I don't want to be sensitive. So it's a two part. Can I get
1: what I want and not be hurt?
2: Yes. Ooh. And I'm giving you what you want. Come on over <laughs> and see me. I'm in Smile Salon and Spa that's over at the right. retail center because yeah. that's exactly what I'm doing. And so I have to let them know depending upon your age, your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. How much color do I have to drop out of your teeth? It may happen in one sitting. It may happen in two sittings, And for some of us, it may happen in three. And so, as I said, if you're young, coming out of ortho, you can probably do it in one sitting mm-hmm. and you are going to be satisfied. You will not have any sensitivity. And if you do, it's just a little. I've honestly had maybe two clients. One was my niece. and She called me three days later um, and said, I think I'm a little sensitive. I said, okay, well, go ahead. Because I give away some <laughs> enamel booster, <laughs> okay. which helps you okay. to replenish your enamel, which is not a bad idea for all of us. The fact of the matter is over time, everything loses color
1: yes, I'm wearing it does. A hat
2: because I haven't done my hair and my hair has lost color. It is great. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. we, we have to lighten up our hair, change our hair. If you that don't want right. the gray every six to eight weeks or every two or three months. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so does your teeth lose color. And so I feel that at 17%, if I whiten your teeth and you have no issues post-treatment and if you wish to have them whiter. You can come back within two weeks. Some clients want to come back and they're like, give it a day. Give it more than a day. Let's kind of see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, half of those clients, after they go, well, you know what? I'm fine right here. I'm like, there I should have brought you right on back. <laughs> Man, you didn't know that lost money. But mm-hmm. if you're happy, I'm happy. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So if you like it as they say, I, I love it. So, yeah. I step you slow so you have no sensitivity.
1: I just want to backtrack a little bit. You say you were doing the the Smile Academy. Because yes. one thing that I realized in being on Instagram, that there are a lot of people that's whitening. And I'll look at the before picture. And I look at the after picture and I see all of that tartar on the teeth in the before picture. And I get excited to see the after. And I'm like, wait a second. Tartar doesn't bleach. So, (laughs) right. So I'm like, okay, now hold on. What did you put? Because you didn't remove the tartar. So what is really going on here? And one young lady, I mean, she was doing her thing. Every time I looked up, she had a post, (laughs) a video or something. So I just inboxed her. And I asked her, like, are you a dental professor? She said, well, I'm a dental technician. I said, well, what training uh-huh. do you have? Right. Because when I think of a dental technician, I think of crowns. I think right. of lab right. work, right. bridges. Right. you know, right. I think right. of prosthodontic work. Right. So I'm like, well, okay, if you're a dental technician, mm-hmm. what credentials do you have to whiten? And I started sending her pictures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because this is my concern, the swelling of this gum <laughs> tissue. This is my concern. Right. You can see the bleeding. Mm-hmm. This is my concern. And then what is your procedure? And I... I mean, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about me. At this point, I don't care. Are you protecting this gum tissue? Like, what are you doing? I literally was asking her, what is your steps for what it is that you're doing? Because I'm getting your overflow. Oh, wow. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and, 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 that, and that hurts. And, 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 it,
2: it does. Hurts because, as again, you have to untrain that brain and re-educate. Mm-hmm. So you, you touched touching a
1: few things. And then reaffirm the security because you're telling these people that you a dental professional, you a dental technician. So by the time they get in my chair that what you think they saying to me with well, the last girl, she do the same thing. You did. I did. bet she didn't. If I could only have one
2: of our colleagues send me Renee Sabrina Hamilton, a list of all the courses we had to take. And when I looked at it, I thought to myself, I got mad. I'm like, dang, I went to school and did all this. Because like, if happened. I had known maybe before I was going to take all of these courses. So, one, we mm-hmm. do a lot of schooling to get our uh, certificates, our degrees, or whatever, and our licenses. You, yes. When we talk again about whitening, whitening is again about opening up your pores. And a lot of times people don't understand that their teeth are actually stained because your gums bleed. So as mm. your gums bleed, yes. as you drink your tea, your coffee, eat your yes. drink your red wine, smoke your weed, smoke, mm-hmm. right? All those things are changing the color of your teeth. It will give you what we call surface stains and it will give you what we call inside intrinsic. stains. Intrinsic. We call them intrinsic, but for you guys, I'm just going to say stains that are within your teeth mm-hmm. and those are the stains that I work on. You're going to need to come and see my international hygienist or myself inside my office to get rid of some of those stains. That's right. That we can scale and or you'll say scratch off. Right. So, yeah, with the puffy gums, that's a situation. You perhaps have some gingivitis or an infection Mm -hmm. of the gums. The bacteria that causes plaque is absolutely a bacteria and it does hurt your gums. And Mm -hmm. I can't whiten that. I will not whiten your tartar. Again, that's why I want to have the academy, because when you work whiten without working with the dentist, one, you can only use 17%. So if you're getting this extra white, then they probably are doctoring their pictures or Mm -hmm. they're using more than 17%. They're supposed to. Now, Mm -hmm. I will say to you, there are companies that will sell a non-dental person Mm -hmm. more than 17%. Yeah. The law is, to be clear, 17% in every state in the United States except for Washington, D.C. Again, I'm a Washingtonian. The only reason I came to Bowie in Maryland is because I can't do it. In D.C. If you do 2%, you still got to work with a dentist. Wow. D.C., yeah, well, we need to be a state while I'm there, but that's another <laughs> workshop, okay? Another workshop, working on that. However, that's why I actually am here in Bowie. That being said, they're perhaps not working within the confines of their law. They're coming for you. I'm coming for you. If you're over 25, if you're using over 17%, you should be seeing your dental professional. And so mm-hmm. if you're a client of that person, you perhaps wish to ask them, because when you do that, you spoke about a barrier... I use a Vaseline barrier because I'm not in a dental office. Mm-hmm. I can't use you the said, barrier that we use. The okay, barrier that yeah, we use the in my office, mm-hmm. we have to, it's like cured, you right? I'm not allowed to do that. So I use a Vaseline barrier. It's biodegradable. And so it doesn't harm your gums. It doesn't harm your system. And so that's what I use. And so at 70%, you can get a little bit of bleaching. But what's happened for the client is if it's things, their pain level, they'll say, Oh yeah, I feel a little sting. I say, okay put a little Vaseline on that and it stops maybe about three up to level three before they even leave the salon. Cause it only tinges it for like maybe 30 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. and It blanches it itself back to your normal tissue color, which is I guess pink, red or magenta, dep- not red, um, depending upon your melanin. And if you're a person of color. So, um.
1: so we do have a question. Okay. Tanya wants to know how often should she get her teeth whitened?
2: Hmm. I would not wipe my teeth, depending upon how white you get, if you you have sensitivity, perhaps once a year. At 17 percent, actually, I would like to have your expert, Dr. Davis, opinion. Some of my clients, I would like to clean their teeth in a practice and then have them get their teeth whitened. Of course, they being healthy at 17 percent. What do you think? Because I think that that's safe enough to whiten your teeth along with your six-month dental cleaning. All things being equal, mm-hmm. if you can whiten your teeth every six months at 17%, I feel that safe. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I don't think safe. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that's really where I And that's headed. the best time to do it. Yeah. So I hope I answered your question. If all things are equal and you're healthy and your doctor, your dentist has approved that for you, mm-hmm. I think every six months at least... At 17% would be safe enough. Anything over 17%, you may experience a little bit of whitening. You may experience more enamel sensitivity than you wish.
0: But I always say, make sure you couple it with some Sensodyne yes. or
2: some type of
1: remineralization. As yes. you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. something that will yeah. remineralize the enamel. Yeah. So. Definitely have to follow the post-care routine. And I think that's why a lot of people miss it, mm-hmm. especially when they do in-office whitening. Uh-huh. Because they think they can have Dunkin' Donuts the morning before they whiten and then come see Danita and Danita <laughs> cleans them up and then they go in the back and see Doc and mm-hmm. Doc does their whitening and then they want to go the next day and get their Dunkin' Donuts and then call Dwayne the and say that our whitening did not work. Well, what did you do? Well,
0: that's why we take intro. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 What I, you do I I after
1: is exactly. really, it's really, really, love, really, really important. important. Mm-hmm. It,
2: I ask my clients at least two weeks whatever will stain a white shirt can stain your teeth mm-hmm. and so real huge on getting them to understand the process and how it works without speaking in our dental terminology and again i just use our skin our skin is porous mm-hmm. so are your teeth mm-hmm. so the way this whitening works your pores of your teeth are open which is one again why you can be sensitive to mm-hmm. if your pores are open and i have grape juice they're going to stain. Yes. And so what I'll say is stay away from your red wine. If you got to have wine, okay, let's just have some white wine. Mm-hmm. If you must have grape juice, then have white grape juice. Mm-hmm. If you have to have your vegetables, let's just have cabbage this week. If you want to eat a potato, white potato, not a sweet potato. Definitely no sodas. We know the process of sodas and what they do to our teeth. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good thing, especially after whitening. Mm-hmm. And so what I find is people just sometimes, at least my clients, are so excited because they're coming from a dark place. Not all of them, but some of them, right? And I get smokers, mm-hmm. and I have convinced my smokers not to stop smoking, but to smoke less. And I'm waiting. I'm on right there that with story. you. I'm waiting on that story and say I'm just gonna quit because they come back. And so my end game or my begin game or my niche with them is when they say, "Well, I smoke. Why should I wipe my teeth? And I said, "Well, why should you have brown teeth because you smoke? I said, "You still right, You exactly. still talk. That's so right. I said, "We'll work on that no smoking later on, mm-hmm. but for now." can we just brighten your teeth? And that might change your whole psyche about when and how you smoke. So that becomes a whole other conversation with clients. And I love my Smoky Smilers. And I do have a special program for my Smoky Smilers. And so please come and see me, come and see me. I can brighten up your smile and we can work on a smoking cessation program for you.
1: Well, Tanya said she would like to come to you. She said she was going to try her dentist first. Should she try her dentist first or should she come to you? I'll ask this question. If you've seen your dentist within the last three
2: to six months, stop by. Come on by and let me evaluate your smile. And we should be able to widen your teeth. You could probably have my information before all this is over. And yeah, I'll definitely reach
1: out to you, Tony. Yeah, we went to high yeah. school together. Oh, That's okay, okay. That's
2: eagle. I'll
0: post it on the Facebook. Okay. And I will say this as a giveaway. If you go to mouthmechanics.com and you find our social media, just go in and leave something in the messaging yeah. that you saw this video you would like your whitening and i will give a free giveaway to michelle's mm-hmm. Smile salon and spa for whitening so and i'll pull out a winner and then i'll announce the winner yes. uh, on our next oh, podcast nice, so nice. Uh, just go in and just leave a comment on one of the mouth mechanic social mm-hmm. media outlets it could be instagram it could be the facebook or just anything i'll make sure that you select a winner thank for you for a giveaway
1: not this blue gem. <laughs> I mean, it's given me so much light. Blue is my favorite color. What made you decide to get, because I had a patient come in and she was the first person I saw that had the her gem on there, her stone on there. And she was like, are you going to knock it off? Uh-uh. And I said, I'm not going to knock it off. And I'm literally having a conversation with myself of whether or not I'm a clean around this. Because that was my first time experiencing that. And she said, okay, because the last person knocked it off. And I said, oh, I'll say this.
2: I love my gym. I probably should thank my <laughs> third grade teacher and my brother's first girlfriend because that, that's- That silver cat. Me. Yeah. That silver and, cat. And the gold framing, right? If I could, I'm not even going to lie, I probably would get a gold friend too for just a while. Like if I could just put it in, like for me, it's jewelry. For that's it's the best thing. Right? Mm-hmm. I did the blue, as I said, because we just had our homecoming for Howard University. So I put a blue gym on for us. My gems are temporary. If this gym is on longer than six months, then I did too much. I do have persons, clients that have had gyms on for a year, two years. I understand that they're using orthodontic cement. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. use orthodontic cement. Mm-hmm. I do use an adhesive. I do use a composite, but it's not the same dental grade mm-hmm. composite that we use in dental office. And so I will not lie. I have a client too. She had some fried chicken, <laughs> <laughs> she was in Miami uh-huh. she was living her best life uh-huh. and I'm glad I put gems on two different teeth because she knocked one off but she was still able to bling her life out right okay. so That's I love good. it and she came on back and I put it back on for free and so I say if your gem comes off you're welcome mm-hmm. you're welcome because mm-hmm. that means I put it on and you can go to the dentist yeah. if it's been on for a while and then it comes off and you can be certain that you may have what we call decalcification around it yeah if i have that gem on like an orthodontic bracket and you're not brushing well around it mm-hmm. the bacteria that sits there will break the enamel down mm-hmm. and so you get this extra white spot so if any of us have extra white spots on our teeth if you look very very close that's an area that was susceptible at one moment to decaying mm-hmm. and that bacteria was was dissolving your enamel and if you start to have that around a gem then you Mm -hmm. are having a problem. And so if your gym has been on for longer than six months and I put it on, come see me. Please come see me. I need to, exactly. Absolutely. You're Mm in risk for a soft spot. And so I don't recommend gyms. They're like nail enhancements, Mm -hmm. right? Uh We all know what happens if we put acrylic on and it stays on. And you let your nails grow all the way out. And that acrylic begins to lift a little bit and we're washing In our hands. hands and that water gets under mm-hmm. and it starts to undermine. You start to get bacteria under there and mm-hmm. fungus under there. And we know what that looks like. And it's the same within our mouths. Anywhere that bacteria can grow, sit and, and stay, mm-hmm. you're going to have yep. some breakdown that's of right. that tissue and that's going to be your tooth. So no, my gyms are six months or less. And again, right? They should last longer. And there's $75 a gym. And if you get, more than one per sitting, then I take twenty five dollars off of that. But then look at it like a lot of us are getting our nails done every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I love the gyms <laughs> that are on nails. I love it. And when Listen, I found I out love a bling queen. That you. nail tech, and I love her because I used to be a nail tech myself. That was mm-hmm. one of my very first businesses. They're getting like a hundred and twenty five, one hundred fifty bucks for those nails with all yeah. that stuff, right? With yeah. all, oh my God, with all the right. enhancers. and yeah. I love it. And what do you do in two weeks? You go and you take it off. And you mm-hmm. do it again. Yeah, right. So mine is six months, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's cost effective. It is. Mm-hmm. I love it. Tanya said she wants a gym too. You better come on here, Tanya. Come on with the gems. Please do. I love them. I you do. I love them. On, what do you think? Um, tell me. Oh, I, how I love how do it. you feel?
0: I love it. I don't know if I would wear one uh-huh. I'm not for sure, but right. um, I do love it. Anything yeah. that will motivate yeah. my patients yeah. to yeah. have great home care, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. excellent oral health, that yeah. I'm for it. Yeah, because that's actually... Mm-hmm. This is a yeah. day and age. This, this is it, yeah. Is a, yeah. Is a, is a, but yeah, I'm also conservative.
2: Also, don't yeah. look at my nails. yes yeah. pretty yeah. plain, too. Yeah. So, so for me, I'm not... And you said something that I love because... That's part of, again, what I realized um, was one of the best things with with the salon is that patients that were not motivated, some of my clients that were not motivated before are motivated because I, yeah, I do do an oral health consultation where I actually watch my client's brush. I have an entire sink and, and such inside my salon. And I watch them brush and I watch them floss. And I don't watch you so that you're uncomfortable. I do it like we do it in our offices. Mm-hmm. I, you think I'm doing something else, but I got an eye on you because I want to know if you're going in circles, if we're scrubbing Which too hard. Yeah, going. Exactly, right? And how you hold doing? the floss and are you cutting off the circulation in your mm-hmm. face? And so then when you get in my chair, I review that with you and I actually go over brushing mm-hmm. with you and I go over floss with you and you get to hold the mirror and you get that to see what's wrong. happening mm-hmm. in your mouth and then you get to go back to the The sink and rinse again. And then we get to put you under my light Mm -hmm. and change your smile the funniest thing is I have to pause my post-care instructions because they pop out the chair and they get excited. And then they, like a lot of times they think because they're in my salon and not in your office Uh that it might not not really work, right? Uh And so they get the change and and they're like, and so they're just so excited. And so I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to tell you what to do. It's like, you know what? Let them bask in that. Uh And so then I have to give them a moment. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that it excites them and that they go off to their dentist whom I refer them to and they get other work done. I've had clients to go on into Invisalign. I had one client who, in fact, two, one is still trying to figure out what he wishes to do with the other client. He had a a trauma as a teenager and his front tooth, we call it tooth number eight, Mm -hmm. uh, was darker. And unfortunately, a dental practice actually whitened his teeth would make that stand stand out. out way, way more because a tooth that's darker doesn't whiten. The nerve is not alive and so it's darker. And so he came to me and he says, well, I just need you to fix it. I said, I can't do it. I said, He said, well, you can't. I said, if I whiten them more, it's going to be even more. So you'll be even more pissed off with me. So I said, how about we do this? I said, I know at some point we used to do internal bleaching. There are still some doctors that do it. So I said, but other than that, like you're headed into a veneer. He said, well, I want them wire." I said, so let's do this. Let's send you. For a consultation, you guys figure out what you want to do. And when it's time to whiten, come back to me. I'll whiten you. Then he or she can match your veneer to where mm-hmm. we whiten us. And so you'll always be as white yeah. as that, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do. I make sure that you can keep your smile as white as you want and that it's as healthy as it has to be. Because mm-hmm. I can't whiten an unhealthy smile at all, at all. So they get motivated. They get motivated about their home care. And they have been three times. Awesome. Been, that's what
0: I, that's going, what I love it awesome. for. And, that's and it. Awesome. Going, that's what
2: it's about. It come back again, like, but they're still white, and I'm going, duh, you're in business to make people happy. And <laughs> yeah, and make them <laughs> smile. And I know, you know, and I just say, I know my cousin ain't been to the dentist. Like, I got you need to go. You get, go. like, I'm going to go. And then all of a sudden, I get my salon. He was one of the first ones to mm-hmm. be there. Awesome. He's mm-hmm. the only one that's been three times. I would not lie. He's the only client that has come three times.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, awesome.
2: and I'm going. This is crazy, but that's the motivation Mm -hmm. that happens when, again, sometimes the white coat is removed and their perceptive brain mm-hmm. and that whole red carpet lays out and they're in the salon and it's candles and it's lit and it smells yes. like a salon. and It's, it's so serene. And, mm-hmm. I haven't even mm-hmm. been,
1: but I've seen like the vibes and stuff and I'm like, oh, she, her salon is a whole mood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And some people mood. just need that. You too. do. You,
0: you need they that. Really, just not about the really smile, but something do. internal, they need that yeah, too. They really so. do.
2: I, I absolutely believe that your smile comes from within you know it is absolutely mm-hmm. said everybody has a grin that's everybody right Everybody
0: has a smile that's, that's a smile right that starts from
2: within mm-hmm. and so that's where it ends up as i said when we're chair side inside of our mm-hmm. practices and then exactly when i'm in my salon the things that people share which let me know that it's time for me to also come off my salon stool and get into more motivational speaking mm-hmm. and so we do that within our salons we do that within our practices it's important
1: do you do the gym the same day that you whiten? Absolutely. So yes, Tanya, you can get your gym the same day that she whitens your smile. I'm excited. About That's Tanya, all right. <laughs> <You smile. laughs>
0: all right, Tanya, so leave a, leave a message. You might be the winner. Mm-hmm. Leave something on one of our social medias for mouth mechanics. And it is a podcast. We have this going over here. So you can always catch any of this on the podcast. either you are streaming it live. So you can always go back and listen to it. And I don't know any final notes uh we'll wrap up here. Any f- final comments I think or questions that you have to answer everything
1: of? i just i'm I'm going to say that I appreciate you not ever giving up. Mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. you not ever giving up every uh way that you took that just did not seem the way. The thing for me is I met you when George was little George yes, sixteen, and you were bartending, so I met you then. <laughs> So even even to know all of that and the things that you went through in your personal life, you did not give up. So I just I just appreciate you not giving up and then. I think we need to have like, uh, what they say, pregame. So we need to have like a pre-podcast game or yeah. something. Because the yeah. doctor uh-huh. appreciate you not giving up. Yeah. Because yeah. you We've are been literally. Through. Right, I, I think literally people see me sometimes head. and they
0: look at it and go, oh, it's so easy for her. And then when they start pulling back the layers, they go, oh, oh my gosh, right. I had no idea. Right. right. So and I think that's why I'm on this path. Why I do grab people. Uh, especially minorities, because we like that diversity uh-huh. yeah, and equity yeah. and inclusion with that. We're, we're not really represented, I don't think, we're not. in, we're not. This, we in are. this field. We're not. We're not and so I've always just pulled people in my office and I've got a lot of the ladies who get their start in here. Mm-hmm. So there is a certain thing in me that I'm so connected yeah. to the dentistry to yeah. people yeah. and I'm so quiet and I think it's just time. I'm trying to step yeah. out of that, but yeah, it's a calling. Yeah. And so I'm here. I'm just chipping at it a little yeah. bit by little bit, but you're right. The journey I'm not giving up. I just say, God, just order my steps. Yeah. And then this is where yeah. I'm, yeah. where I am yeah. and just use me. Yeah. And so yeah. here I am. So anything that we can do to educate, mm-hmm. donate, for smile sharing. That's, That's right. what I'm here for. That's what mouth mechanics is about. So, so we just keep dropping that knowledge. I appreciate Absolutely. you. I was just listening to all knowledge those nuggets and all did. those gems. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I, I really appreciate you taking the time to stop by and we call it the garage, but uh, the garage. just to I stop.
2: It. And I, I do want to applaud by. you guys. And I want to thank you so much. I'm grateful you shared your journey as well as you. Some of what I I will share and say is I didn't quit I didn't give up I kept reinventing myself um, I love dentistry and I do know that everybody really does want to smile it does begin somewhere and it will it pops right up on your face and if I can't help you then what good have I have done when we when we meet I went into this journey knowing nothing about business, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And had to, and I'm still learning. I refuse to let that be a stop because that was one of the reasons it took me nine years to go into it. I was like, I don't know anything about business. Oh, and so this time I said, I'm doing it. I'm doing it scared. This is what it is. And I gave it to God. Mm-hmm. And what I decided was rest is my success. I got to get rest. If I'm going to do this, I have to get my proper rest. Mm-hmm. I have to hydrate. I have That's to exercise. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to eat a little, a lot better than, mm-hmm. than before. But most importantly, I can't move and I won't make a decision unless I sleep. For 24 hours and take it to God, and then I'm going City to move. First. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. said, if I don't do that, then I'll never do anything. I said, what I won't do is give myself long 24 hours because you'll talk yourself change, out, I'll of talk myself that's right. out of it. Yep. And so, um, and then the last thing I will say, if you're looking to do something, don't ask anybody. Listen, that's right, don't ask another soul. Keep that's your right. mouth. When I decided Close. to do this again, I was at a family function. And when that function was over, I got up that Monday, I was off work and I didn't tell a soul. When I told my family and my friends that I was opening up a salon, I had the name picked out and I had my keys in my hand Mm -hmm. and the lease was signed. Mm -hmm. So my sister, who I dearly love, when I say she knows how to hold on to a dollar, if I had listened to her first, I probably would not have because she can talk real good sense into you. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was time to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Seek mm-hmm. some financial, but no one's going to understand your mission. No one's gonna
0: that's understand right. Your goal. That's right. And
2: so, this has led me into, as you were saying, helping person smile. Change their smiles. Mm-hmm. I'm starting a nonprofit to do just that, to help people change their smiles for the ones that just don't have the money. And so Power mm-hmm. smile is coming. My nonprofit with that, the mm-hmm. Tooth Academy, for those that wish to learn more about how to safely brighten smiles mm-hmm. and, and the confines of the law and making sure that you don't harm or hurt anyone. Okay. I'm just I'm, I'm, grateful. I'm really, one, really grateful. One busy per- yes. yeah, one busy person. Yeah. One busy person. But yeah, you're, you're yeah. blessed
0: and you'll be able to bless. others. I always I was, I was, I was yeah. like to say that overflow. Yeah. Hashtag overflow. I love it. It comes to you. Yeah. You're being blessed yeah. and then it just flows over to other people. Absolutely. And that's what you want. Absolutely. And it'll just keep coming to absolutely. you and you just keep handing it out to other yeah, people. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I love it's that. True. As
2: they say, change your lives. Smile at that's time. right. Smile that's right. Time. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, lady. All right, you're welcome. This, and with that, I'm going not... to sign
0: out on the podcast, and we can continue with uh, your Facebook. But I'll okay. sign out and say thank you again for listening. Stay tuned. We will we'll do another one with you. I want to do part ergonomics yep. because yeah. I want to do part two. So we'll have you back. Uh, yeah. I know you're also into ergonomics, and yes, I think so everyone I can can appreciate and gain value from that. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Yes, posture power. power. Yes. I love that yes. quote. Good. Yes, that's yeah. a good way to. to that answer, uh, will uh, preach. That will. That will preach, and that will teach. So so we'll come back to that and I'm Dr. Davis your host
1: joined by Danidia International Dental Hygienist and of course
2: Michelle Brown of Smile Salon and Spa and I'll see you guys soon